Work smarter, not harder. How do you focus on quality and not quantity? Big topic here. We all know the saying, work smarter, not harder. But what does that really mean in reality? Focusing on producing high quality work is what I think about and not long hours. If we're spending so much time just to produce the high quality work, maybe there's something that we can be doing differently. So thank you so much for joining our Tell It By Tuesday podcast. I'm Coach Kelly, and with me is Coach Shona. Hey there, Kelly. This topic is near and dear to my heart because I have always been the person that I self-proclaim does things the hard way. <laughs> so I will be listening as much as I will be providing guidance. But in my many years in corporate America, I have I have learned some valuable tips and tricks to help even myself realize maybe this is a long way and we need to figure out the short way. Yeah, the whole concept of working smarter, not harder, to me is more around, are you being resourceful? And resourceful is one of my adjectives for my personal brand. So I love looking at this. And one of my biggest tidbits that I do to just constantly ask myself, am I working smarter and not harder? Is, is there a way for me to, if I'm finished with my work one day early, is there a way for me to start tomorrow's work today? So I'm always looking at my week. So I first mm -hmm. start mm -hmm. out is how do I plan out my actual week? I do not plan my life hour by hour. I plan it by weeks. <laughs> my personal life and my work life, I look to make sure, and I'm proactively doing this, to make sure it's in sync. And so I have a calendar, which I use, which mm -hmm. has my personal commitments that I have for whatever it is that I'm doing. I put those things in my calendar. And the same thing for work. And most people will do that is that they put their meetings in their, their calendar for work. Right. But I right. also put my time that I need if I have to focus on a deliverable or focus on something specific. I also schedule time for myself to do those things, like those important tasks that I have to do and have to get done. I schedule myself in meetings for that for myself. That's so, an awesome tip because that's one thing, one of the apps I use on one of the calendar tools, like for years that the focus time option, it wasn't something you could block out time with. I would have to call it focus time. To me, that's brilliant to even realize you need focus time. I think Early in my career in consulting, I would harbor a lot of anxiety when I had a lot of meetings because you have to be in the meeting. And depending on your role, you may have to lead or take notes or what have you. And that makes it really difficult to find time for all the things you need to be doing outside of the meeting. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's genius to block out time to focus. And for me, now that I know about that tool, I'll use the focus time, but then I put for myself what it is I'm going to work on. Because if you're like me, Kelly, your to-do list probably is as long as the wish list for Santa. And so being really specific about what I'm going to spend that focus time on helps give me a sense of calm. And the things I prioritize to go on that list are directly tied to any deliverables or meetings that I know are coming up within the week where I have to offer something as complete to someone else. Yeah, the simplest way to look at it when you think about work smarter, not harder, you can obviously go towards the tools, but it's really about being proactive about your time. Understanding what it is that you need to be working on 
What are those priorities? And how do you plan your time accordingly? And so sometimes we'll try to do the opposite where they'll focus on speed over quality. But if you get something that is not correct, just you as your your own self, if someone gives you something and it's not correct, it was a complete waste of time. So I always look at, I understand I need to be quick or as fast as I can be, but I want to make sure I focus on quality, even if it may take a little bit more time. And if I'm being proactive about it, I can set expectations accordingly to make sure that I have enough time to have quality work. Yeah, and I, so... I struggle <laughs> with that. I even now, all these years, I struggle so much because I, in my mind, I equated speed with, with a quality experience. Finally, I got to the point where I was like, perhaps if I had just looked at this for like five more minutes, then I started to see how much of a blocker in the way rework was. Rework takes so long. Real talk. I made some mistake last week (laughs) and spent time simply because I didn't look at the full name of a file I was working in. And that's when I wanted to kick myself. I spent literally the entire day working through all these data points that just didn't seem right. And I didn't stop and say to myself, this hasn't happened before. Let me take a step back and see why all these errors all of a sudden are coming up on this thing I do all the time. The one thing I learned in college was if it's not working, take a step back and then come back to it. And so understand what that threshold is in terms of you spending the time to investigate those errors. But if it's starting to be, I'm just not coming up with the answer and you see that. And I would say maybe three or four times you're finding that you're not figuring this out. Stepping away for a few minutes and coming back to it will save you so much time. And then that's the biggest thing yep. is around understanding that the one thing that you can't get back in life as the top 1% will always tell us, the one yep. thing they can't buy is time. Very and true. so we know this. So the best thing you can do is manage your time appropriately and be as proactive as possible. I have had multiple experiences where I'm spinning my wheels trying to figure it out. And for me, Kelly, the tip is I have to physically move my body. I have to step away. And for a long time, I thought that was just, oh, they can give that nice. The corporate, they can say whatever they want, give us advice. I don't see them stepping away from their computer. I was like looking up at people. But I tried it. I realized how how moving my body and coming back, like looking away from it. I remember getting that advice early in my career, like look away, step away. Come sleep on it if you can, if you have time, come back with fresh eyes. And I am shocked at how effective that is. Your brain fills in gaps for you. Your brain works overtime to fill in the gaps so that you can understand something. I find errors in my emails all the time. And I'm like sitting there and I'm recrafting it, crafting it, fine tuning it, fine tuning it. And then I send it out and I'm like, and I read it on my on my phone. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, shoot, I forgot this. Or I didn't mention that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's really because our brain knows what we want to say or knows what we want to do. And if we're doing some permutation of that, it kind of fools us into thinking that it's done or that we've done it already. Brain's working against us. Stepping away forces you when you say get a fresh eyes. So it's almost like if you think about a phone, if your phone is not working for a period, it freezes. They always tell you, did you turn it off? and you turn it off and turn it back on, 
Yeah. And it somehow gets out of that loop that it was in. Wait, let me put my IT hat on. Did you research <laughs> your device? <laughs> Number one. No, it's advice. the same. It's the same. And our mm-hmm. brains are operating in a very similar way. And so stepping away helps. That's not what you think about when you say work smarter, not harder. Right. But it is because you have to understand that the whole thing behind this message is about managing your time. You can't improve yourself and do that if you're reacting. You have to come to a resolve for yourself that reacting to situations or issues or anything that comes into your life or the work that you have to do, if you're always reacting to it, it's never going to be high quality. That's fair. I think focus time for folks is a game changer. And then being super clear about how whoever's receiving your work defines quality. Like people fall into habits where they may get tired. They step away, but then they just turn it in the next day because they just can't figure it out and they don't want to spend time figuring it out. And because they assume that someone's going to check over them so that someone else will catch it. And I think we all have to be really careful where, especially when you think about the big picture of your career how people interpret the delivery of your work, the quality of your work in relation to your brand and your reputation. We have to be really careful not to just rely on somebody else will catch it as we continue to to elevate in our careers. Because at some point, you're going to be the person that's supposed to catch it. Or you're the final person that it goes to before it goes to the next most important person and there's no review time. One thing that I had to learn, I learned it the hard way, is I would do that. I would put in just draft, very rough draft. And I'd send it off. Oh, hey, you know, here's my whatever. And it would immediately get sent back to me. It's like, this is not final. You missed this word or you didn't have this color or you didn't have this rearranged in this right way or whatever the case may be. And finally, I sat down and talked with this leader and I was like, well, you know, I'm really kind of not sure what I'm supposed to be doing here. I mean, I felt that this was something where I'm helping you. And his response was, well, you're not helping me if you're not giving me a final draft that I can actually take a look at. Mic drop. If I have to actually sit here and redo this work, then I could just sit here and do this myself. Point blank. And so now one of the things that I do, if I want to get some feedback on, hey, I'm on the right track, or is this what you're thinking? I want to set 15 minutes up with you so I can talk to you about how this looks. I'll brainstorm with folks on things before I really get started. So that could mean I create an agenda or I could create an outline of what the messaging would be or what it's going to look like or whatever the case may be. I try to create a straw man on what I'm thinking in order to brainstorm with someone else to come up with a good idea or a good framework so that I can get started with it. And it's all goes to being proactive, right? Planning. Yeah, yeah. And that makes it efficient. I think that an easy mistake to make, too, is to not get that sign off as you work. Mm-hmm. And I think that's actually a methodology type, right, to be working and then collaborate and change as you go, change as you go till you get to, to the final product. I've worked with people very many times where we need to do a client meeting. Send me the agenda and they'll send me the completely done agenda, maybe an hour before we need to send it out to the client. I'm, this is not right. And we don't have time to fix it. Why didn't you check as you started? When I first got into consulting, I had people when I was at a lower staff level asking me, well, help me understand your thinking. And a lot of what you said is what the expectation was, but nobody was telling me that. 
They weren't saying, hey, get started, check in with me in two hours so I can see how far you got. They weren't saying that. I would get all the way to this is done in my mind. And then we would start the feedback iteration. <laughs> and that's mm-hmm. frustrating. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I thought I was done. That's where, again, coming into understanding that you don't want to be reactive. Obviously, in work, in life, in general, you want to be reactive to some things. But if every moment of your life is a fire drill, you're not working smarter. <laughs> no. Because there's no way that you can sustain that over your lifetime. Probably and... quite a few rollades and tons. <laughs> yeah, it's not healthy for you or people around you to interact with you in that way if everything is a fire drill. So you know when you're working smarter and not harder when it's effortless. So when you get into that vibe of let me set my schedule, let me understand what commitments I have personally, what do I have professionally, what do I have to get done? We have all these different things that we're trying to manage if you think about it. You got your personal life, which, you know, we know we have to manage that. Mm-hmm. You have the work that you need to do. So the job that you've been hired to do or that you're employed to do, you have to do that work. But then you also have to manage your career. And that's and a job fun. too. You got to fit fun and, in there. And put some fun in there. And you have to understand your family. Can, like it's just so many things. The list can go on and on and on. Yeah. And what I found is that if I didn't do that, then the things for me would go on the back burner. And especially me proactively managing my career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I would find myself in a lot of situations where I was just pissed off because I wasn't getting what I wanted. Yeah, And I wasn't being proactive about it. And so you can't be mad when you're not making it important to others. The way that you can make things important to others is being ahead of it and understanding what it is that you need to do. And the key to working smarter and not harder is planning your time. Period. Facts. And everyone listening, yes, Kelly is a superwoman. But if you need to take baby steps into your superwomanhood, just start by writing down three things for every one of those areas that you want to accomplish in the week. Three things you want to accomplish towards your career progression. Three things in your personal life. Just start with three. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the week, assess where you are. And it's okay that those three things may be on your list for a few weeks. But the habit of you sitting down and just thinking through your week is going to take you so much further and will end up allowing you to find different tools or people or whatever it could be to help you to get through things quickly. Absolutely. And sometimes you have to outsource. Don't be ashamed to outsource. Absolutely. You don't have time to vacuum, invest in the electronic vacuum, get a mate, do what you got to do. There's no shame in the fact that you can't do it all. And the reality is, I don't think anyone's expecting us to do it all. (laughs) Except I us. think we just feel <laughs> we need to do it all. Yep. And that's something I have to constantly catch myself. But it's, again, if I'm proactive, if I'm planning out my week, I can catch myself from trying to overdo it. Yes. So <laughs> it, it just helps you manage your mindset, helps you manage your temperament. And I agree, Shauna, just take three things, just three things that you want to accomplish in your career, in your personal life at work, whatever those buckets that are important to you in terms of your priorities in your life, what are those three things that you want to accomplish in that week and start there? If there's any more tidbits that you want to learn about working smarter, not harder, definitely check out our blog in the description 
and we'll catch you on the next Tell It By Tuesday.